Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. After the latest 17-15 loss to the Washington football team, the Seahawks have now lost six of their last seven games. One win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have as many wins in seven games as they have blocked extra points for two-point conversions. I mean, thanks to Rasheem Green and all, but that's frustrating. Let's start off this episode with some reflections after the game from Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson about this latest loss. A really frustrating trip uh, for us to come all the way out and uh, hang in the game. You know, we didn't play very well, complimentary at all. And uh, but to have a chance to you know to be right there at the end, um, I'm really proud of the way these guys keep battling and fighting hard and and, and uh, doing what we need to do to hit the heck out of people and make things happen uh, when we get a chance. But uh, the results just aren't coming, man. We can't we can't get these games won. And um, you know what? Uh, I'm not accepting it, and uh, I'm not taking a sideways step. I'm not stepping anywhere but forward and going to keep driving to get the very next chance we get and go get a win and get going. And uh, I don't expect these, these guys at any time to do anything but that. I'm going to keep just stepping forward and keep moving and uh, battle our way through it. It's, it's been really frustrating, obviously, and, and uh, but, um, you know, just not accepting. We're just going to keep going. It's just disappointing. You know, we, we have a good football team. We got a lot of great players and um, a lot of amazing effort every day, you know, and uh, you know, we've given, we give our all every day. I think um, from a player standpoint, I mean, we just day in and day out, uh, we work our butts off, um, offensive side, defensive side, special teams. Um, and we're, we're in a storm, you know. And, uh, you know, I, I believe that we have to keep going. And uh, the only way to get to the other side is just believing that the water's going to calm down a little bit and uh, we'll be able to get through it. I think that, um, the season has been a tough journey so far, you know, just in general, just, you know, we've had some crazy tough games and battled, battled, battled and, um, you know, and, uh, and so, you know, that the last few minutes of the game shows that, uh, we have the right character of guys, you know, and just, that's what's special about this team. Pete and Russ also both spoke about their thoughts on Russ's accuracy issues in this game against Washington, showing up multiple times, especially on third down. I mean, the, the film doesn't lie, you know. I mean, we're missing some stuff. And, and uh, um, I don't see indications of that in practice as we're going. And so uh, we just got to look at the film, you know. There's, we can talk about all the different throws that didn't get where they're supposed to go, but... Um, uh, I don't know what to make of it other than the fact we got to keep battling and keep trying to figure it out. Um, I felt like we had some guys open tonight, you know, with, with some chances, and, and uh, unfortunately we didn't hook it up. You know, today I missed a couple. I mean, there's one that, that I threw really high because I was, was getting knocked back a little bit. I threw it high, but, you know, earlier on, I, I think that just, just just adjust my eyes a little bit, you know. It, it wasn't it wasn't like that I was, uh, didn't feel confident with it, you know. So, I, once again, I have to go watch the film, see see if there's anything there. Um you know, um, so yeah, I, I guess, you know, you're battling, you know, you're battling, you know, every day, you know, just to, just to, uh, for us to find ways to make plays and do what we need to do. So, you know, like I said, I, I've been practicing my butt off every day. We've been practicing great, you know, so, and, um, you know, I, I know that, uh, sometimes you shoot it and it doesn't go in, you know, so 
my, my finger is not the issue. You know, I think you just we got to figure out how to be better. It's not the O line's fault. It's not the O line. That's you know, I can be better. So that's what we'll do. You know, like I said, if anybody believes, I believe. The pair also talked about DK Metcalf's limited level of involvement in the game. Not because we weren't trying to look into him and trying to get that ball to him. I mean, he's involved with all of the calls, but sometimes the coverage gets you know gets in the way of it, and, and you got to go other places. You got to make the right decision there. And uh, I don't. At this point, I can't tell you that we we overlooked him. You know, in, in those situations, I think you know they did a nice job at times, but uh, he's certainly part of everything that we're calling. You know, obviously, we need to get DK the football. You know, we we actually called several plays for him. Um, you know, he had actually a sweet deep cross that he was going to be wide open, maybe for a touchdown. I had to move. That's the one I threw to AC um, down the left sideline. Um, that was unfortunate because that was after the big play to Tyler. And then here comes DK on a big play, hopefully. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's the same one. But um, that was going to be a cool play. And then um, we called some other stuff, and they doubled them on those. On the, we called two plays in a row for him. They doubled them on those. Um, you know, I think it was in the third quarter. Yeah, third quarter. Um, had some other things, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I, he's he's one of the best football players in the world. You know, you got to get him the football. Got to find ways to do it. Got to move him around some more, maybe. And um, so, you know, we're gonna study it and, and see what we can do. Now, maybe the most exciting play for the Seahawks was that two-point play that I referenced at the top from Rasheem Green that tied up the game ahead of halftime. And here's what Pete had to say about it. We put such pride in, in that, that group taking their shots every chance we get. It's really important to us to show great effort. He has been phenomenal all year long and always going and always you know, making the, the, the effort. And he's been close so many times that it's just fitting that he finally got one. But to pick it up and run and, and, and do it all, man, what a great moment. And it was a great play for the game. You know, it gave us that, uh, you know, that, that chance to tie the thing up. And uh, then it's rare play that happens, but it was a great effort. And um, the guys were so fired up for him. The Seahawks had their chance at the end of this game. And even after the touchdown to Freddie Swain, missing the two-point conversion, the Seahawks still, they still gave themselves a chance to win the game by recovering an onside kick. You rarely see that happen. But then, then it was called back because the Seahawks didn't line up correctly. Here was Pete's explanation. We need another guy outside the hash mark and we didn't line it up right. On the offside, you have to have the number of guys outside the, the hash mark and the numbers. And, and we had, I don't know, when we... We work on it all the time, but uh, we didn't line up right. So it was just an alignment error. We heard from our quarterback on offense. Let's hear from tight end Gerald Everett and what he says the offense is seeing from opposing defenses. There's only so much you can do in a game of football from a coverage standpoint, but up front, the, you know, stunts and the D-line, they're going to come fast and try to get the rest. We've struggled in protection and the whole league knows that. So I think that's something that we're going to have to put emphasis on even more. J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson combined for 12 catches and 61 yards out of the backfield on Monday night. Not all of those plays were screen passes, but it's something opposing offenses have recognized as a weakness for this defense. Let's hear from Bobby Wagner on his evaluation of Jordan Brooks's work in the screen game. A lot of times he's um, he's the guy that's over there um, on the screen, so I definitely feel like he's... Um, you know, did a good job. I feel like for the most part, we did better in recognizing the screens. We had some good tackles um, on the screens. There was one that, that got away from us, so we just got to keep working. And Brooks offered his own self-evaluation on why he struggled with those screen passes earlier on in the season. 
all it was was just me not being aware. Um, you know, we emphasize it in practice all week during meetings, and uh, it's starting to show up in the game. Wrapping up the defensive commentary with Jamal Adams, there were some players who spoke up in the locker room after the game, and he was asked what his takeaways were from those conversations. I, 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 I was in some tears. You know, I was frustrated, uh, but, you know, uh, I missed it. Um, but I know it was positive. Um, just everybody, just, you know, just keep fighting. You know, that's all you can do. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, like I said, it's very, very frustrating. Everybody's pissed off. Um, but at the end of the day, no one cares. No one cares. So you got to you got to figure it out as a team and uh, you got to move forward. Interesting answer there from Jamal, who actually statistically had one of his better games, had nine tackles. He had an interception. His first multi-interception season of his career, not just with Seattle, but also going back to his career with the Jets. So nine tackles, interception, and he also had a pass defense. Jordan Brooks and Bobby Wagner led the team with 14 tackles each. Daryl Taylor picked up another sack and has a team-leading five sacks on the season. Offensive leaders statistically included Russell Wilson, who went 20 of 31 for 247 yards and two touchdowns. Russ also led the team in rushing with just 16 yards. Tyler Lockett had three catches for 69 yards, and Gerald Everett had five catches for 37 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown was nice. That was a as as inaccurate as Russ was throwing on third down to the sidelines. He was able to just dart that ball right in there at the goal line for that touchdown. So it's interesting where his inaccuracy is showing up. And does it have to do with the finger? I mean, it must, right? I, I just, who knows? That's going to do it for this show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. Head on over to fieldgoals.com. Jackson Bevins has his cigar thoughts for this game against the Washington football team. Mookie Alexander has questions about what the Seahawks ownership will do after what we've seen so far this season. There's going to be a lot to talk about, and we're going to have more to talk about on this episode of Three In, Three Out coming up. If you want to catch it early, you can always head on over to the Seahawkers podcast YouTube page. Watch it there. But if you want to wait for it here, it'll be right here in your feed the next morning. So stay tuned for that. And until then, go Hawks. Hawks.